Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host, Chad Owens. I hope you guys took advantage of the weekend. Hope you reset, you relaxed, and you recovered and are in it for another winning week. I know I am, and I know the Rainbow Warrior football team as they finished week one of training camp, and uh, I'm hearing it was nothing but a success. Uh, we've got an exciting show for you guys today, as always, but before we do, you know I have to say mahalo to Long's Drugs for all of their support. Let's make Long's Drugs a part of our day. Let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. The University of Hawaii Rainbow Warrior football team is off to its second week of training camp, and Steven Sai caught up with defensive coordinator Jacob Yoro, who is a local boy, went to St. Louis, uh, so knows how to operate at, at that elite level. Right? St. Louis has been one of the top, if not the top, football programs in the state for years. Right? So coming from that pedigree, uh, and Coach Yoro says that's where he learned how to compete and compete at the big stage because St. Louis has, is always in the playoffs, always in the championship games, and the expectation was there. So pressure as a player to uphold that championship runs, right, that top in the state, like that's pressure on players and coaches. And now that he's on this side, right, leading the charge as defensive coordinator for the University of Hawaii, that comes with pressure. Right? You're leading our home state, our team, and eyes are on you, right? Coaches, you know, the quarterback position and coaches, the coordinators, head coach and coordinators get scrutinized the most. But I know Coach Yoro is up for the challenge. He said that's, that's what it's about. As an athlete, and I can attest to this, as an athlete, you look for those big pressure situations. Hey, when the game's on the line, I wanted the ball. Right? Every competitor has that mentality. And so transitioning to a coach, it's the same way. You take that, that player, that com- competitive player mindset, and now you're doing it as a coach. And so I know Coach Yoro is up for the challenge. He's excited about it. But this is a rebuilding defense. He lost nine starters, right, due to um, graduation or tr- and, and the transfer portal. So this is a new look D. Right, but there's new coaches, new staff, new energy. And to me, that is what is going to allow us to be successful. Right? And, and defense, we know what it's about. It is about high energy. It's about communication. It's about relentlessness. And when you get an opportunity to, you hit somebody. Whew, sorry, I got a little fired up there. But that's what it's about. And I know they're breeding that type of mentality and the leaders in the locker room have been stepping up and sort of cultivating that mentality. But Coach Yoro did say it comes from the top down. The way Coach, Coach Chang is doing it, the way he's operating, what he's talking about, the brotherhood. It's not just about those players, but the coaches. They got to have the brotherhood with, amongst themselves. They got to get along. They got to enjoy themselves. right? Even when they face adversity, because they will face adversity, you got to come tighter. And that's all the things he's preaching. And so I can't wait. We're all excited for this, for this team to take the field on August 27th against Vanderbilt. So, Coach Joel, hey, congratulations, man. You know, no pressure. Just do what you've been doing. Have fun. 
you know, lead, just, just enjoy, just enjoy being in the process, right? We got you. Let's go Bows. Staying right here with the Rainbow Warrior football team as Steven Sai has another article talking about special teams. I enjoyed special teams, especially the return game. And that's what this article is highlighting. You know, Coach Sheffield and the, and the Rainbow Warriors are looking for a guy, a return guy, number one, that can secure the football. Right? If you muff the ball, if you drop it, right, you, you give the opposite team a chance to secure that in scoring position most times. So the number one thing is securing the football. Right? So they're looking for a guy. And when it comes to being a returner, right, a punt return versus a kickoff return is two totally different things. On the punt return side, to me, it's, that's the harder ball for most to track. Kickoffs, it's a little easier. Um, you have more space. But the punts, you're basically playing center field back there. Right? When, that, when a center fielder reads the, the baseball off of the bat, right, they, they initially have a reaction. You get so good that you know that you got to go back or it's short, over the right, over the left. You, you can just read that off the bat. And that's what happens as a punt returner. You need to be able to identify, number one, knowing the distance, the average distance of the punter. But then as soon as that ball comes off of its foot, you identify right, the, the nose of the football. Is it up or is it traveling like a, like a pass? Right, that means it's going to go deep. Right, how is it spinning? A lot of factors come into play. But that's why they're repping it. That's why they're out there practicing it. So that it becomes natural, instinctful. And then once you get the ball, you, you're back there for a reason. Because they feel as if you can make plays. Number one, secure the football. But then make plays. Make some people miss. Get the crowd excited. Right? And maybe, hey, go for six. Right? On a punt return for a touchdown. And so for all the returners that are competing, number one, just relax. Number two, believe, that, believe in yourself. Number three, you just got to be fearless. As a returner, you have to be fearless, right? Because sometimes you will get hit, right? That's just part of it. But you have to be fearless because being fearless leads to you being confident. And you have to trust the other 10 guys that they're going to do their job. They're going to hold it up. And that's where things start to get fun is when that trust is there. And the belief of the unit is in you that you can make something happen. They're going to work extra hard. And so that's just my little you know, pet peeve when it comes to returning. I did it for a long time. I enjoyed it. Had fun. Scored a few touchdowns. But, uh, you know... I want you guys to go take a look at this article. Go see who's in the running. You know, take a deeper dive into what they're expecting, right? what the coaches are seeing. And so, uh, yeah, hey, be that X factor. That's what it is. Be that game changer. Let's go, Bulls. Oh, man, the NBA world was hit hard uh, yesterday as legend, icon, some say the greatest player of all time. Bill Russell passed away at the age of 88 uh, with his wife, Jeannie, by his side. They didn't say the cause of death, but um, I'm praying that it was a peaceful one 
And uh, yeah, he's, he's left a legacy on, on how to not just be an amazing athlete, but be a pioneer for the people, be a leader of the community. You know, he's won 11 championships, nine as a player, the Celtics, the last two as the first black uh, coach of any major U.S. sports team. And I talked about his leadership, his pioneering in the community. Well, he marched alongside Martin Luther King Jr. in the civil rights, in the fight for civil rights. And so, um, and he's done so much more. His on-the-court accomplishments speak for themselves. It's, it's what everyone's chased, right? The Michael Jordans, the Kobe Bryants, LeBron, like everyone's chased that. He is the GOAT. And so, you know, with that, man, sending nothing but love and aloha to the Russell family and to the entire NBA. All the players, all the current players, I know this one hurts. Um, and so just, uh, I hope you're taking your time, whenever it is, to, to reflect on what, you know, Bill Russell has meant to you uh, as, as a basketball player, what he's meant to you, for you, and uh, just send those prayers out to the Russell family. Rest in love. Rest in paradise. Aloha. Our very own Sarif Goldstein has an article in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser talking about the NFL and how it's the most, most watched sport by a lot. Uh, I believe, and it generates more revenue. I believe it generates yearly about $18 billion. Baseball, $11 billion, and basketball, $10 billion. It, yeah, those other sports are still in the billions, but $18 billion, almost $20 billion dollars in yearly revenue. That's wild. And the watch time, it's, it's no comparison to the other sports. The Super Bowl is the most watched sporting event ever. Right? And now, Sunday night football, Sunday night NFL football, Monday night football, Thursday night football, even those have more watch time, more viewers, excuse me, than the World Series. And Sarif believes that it's because of the side games. What does he mean by that? Well, gambling. Right? There's a lot more that you can bet on, you know, in, 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 on a football game uh, than uh, any other sport. Right? There's a lot more opportunities, which could lead to more viewers, right? more people wanting to tune in. But let's just be honest. I mean, you know, although baseball is, hey, America's pastime, past game, you know, just... Out there playing catch, it's fun, it's, people love it. But football, for some reason, is just a lot more entertaining. I think they've done a, the NFL has done a tremendous job in their marketing and how they, they push the brand. Uh, and, and to me, that's the biggest difference. Uh, but man, football is, football is king. And that's what it's about. So uh, make sure you guys, and you guys may have different opinions and again, not everyone is a football fan, but there's, it's proven, right? The numbers don't lie. Uh, and I may be biased because I'm a former football player, right? but I love, I love all sports, right? I love baseball, basketball. I even dabbled into watching some hockey, you know, while up in Canada. So, you know, I appreciate all sports. I appreciate all athletes, period. 
because regardless of what you're playing, it's still a grind. Everyone's still got to go through the off-season, be disciplined, sacrifice. We all go through our, I talked about this before, our process, our off-season. Right? So from the athlete's perspective, I don't care what sport you're playing, you're playing, respect to you. Keep grinding, keep winning on a daily. But hey, for more on this one, make sure you guys check out Sarif Goldstein's article again in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser. Whew, and that is it for today's show. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in on this beautiful Monday afternoon. I hope you guys got your foot on the gas and are off to a fast start. You got to build that momentum. And you got to build the momentum. Coming off the weekend, it feels great. But you got to get right back to work. You got to come out the gate right, build the momentum so you can have another successful winning week. Mahalo again to Long's Drugs for all of your support. Let's make Long's Drugs a part of our days. I'll see you all come Wednesday. Aloha.